Hey guys, Ryan and Ashley are here. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. We just wanted to take a moment to tell you about our first giveaway that we are doing. Yes, we are giving away a $15 Fandango gift card to one lucky listener. 15 bucks to go see your next favorite movie. There's Spider-Man coming out, Lion King, Toy Story. This sounds like I'm telling you about movies that are coming out in 1994. <laughs> right? But Did there are some, a time machine? There are some ground rules to qualify. Of course. Not to mention, though, more than one way to enter into the giveaway. So go ahead and head on over to our Facebook page or our Instagram at Ruining Our Childhood to get the more details on how to win. Yes, that's a $15 Fandango gift card. Head over to our social media before May 14th to learn how to qualify. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. This is Ryan. And this is Ashley. And this is Ruining Our Childhood. A weekly podcast where we remove our childhood goggles and put on our adult bifocals to rewatch and review our favorite movies. Yes. And today uh, we're going to do the 1996 classic, classic, The Craft, which is one of my favorite movies as a young childling young wannabe witch yes i went through a wicca phase in mm-hmm. eighth grade so this movie even though i don't believe i saw it when it first came out i did uh rent it mm-hmm. like in 1998 1999 and then i was hooked so the craft i'll uh, read the summary here from okay. imbd did i say that right i am db yeah. I always do it. No, I did say, you say BD? Yeah, I do um, that all the time. I even type it like that. It's when got I... beady eyes. <laughs> what? Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, a newcomer to a Catholic prep high school falls in with a trio of outcast teenage girls who practice witchcraft, and they all soon conjure up various spells and curses against those who anger them. Ooh. So, yeah, and it's a movie starring uh, Robin Tunney, Feruza Bulk. Correct. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Her name? Nev Campbell and Rachel True. And? Skeet Ulrich. There you go. Christine Taylor's in it. Oh. Uh, Meyer. Okay. Well, and now I just have a bunch of people to look forward to. I'm going to stop there so we don't spoil her. Uh... How about spoil? So what did I say? <laughs> you said that so we don't spoil her. <laughs> no, I said spoil. Uh... Oh, spoil. Uh... I was saying because uh, I couldn't think of the next word I was going to say. <laughs> Ryan. Sorry. Go ahead and hit us with some facts about 1996. Okay. Well, first, uh, about the movie. It was released on May 3rd of 1996. Mm-hmm. had a budget of $15 million and went on to gross $55.7 million. Uh, big movies of the year for 1996 was Independence Day, Twister, Mission Impossible, and Jerry Maguire. Sure. And the big TV shows were ER, Seinfeld, Suddenly Susan, and... And Friends, which tells you how popular NBC was, that they had all the popular shows. Oh, yeah. They were the bee's knees. Yeah. Live in the 90s. Yeah. And then a uh, popular TV show, uh, popular song, obviously, 
the Macarena. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I, I remember popular. the Macarena fondly. And doing that stupid, stupid dance. Thank God that like streaming video was not and recording yourself wasn't wildly something. Oh my God. So there's no proof that I ever did it. Even though I totally did. I did. I we mean, used to do didn't? it. Well, like, it was so bad that we would do the stupid dance every week in music class. Oh, God. <laughs> I wish I was joking. <laughs> it was a thing. Uh, but what are your earliest memories of the movie? So, like I said a little earlier, I did go through a, a Wiccan phage, phase. Well, I'm phage. Making phage. the words up. Um, phase uh, in about eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So 1998, 1999, actually, I think it's like 99 to 2000. That was one of my, like, that movie was like my role model, even though, I mean, I know we talked about it in the last episode that you've never seen the movie Mm -hmm. or you claim to have never seen the movie. Uh, No, there's no claiming. (laughs) Um, Never seen it. I did think that it was so awesome that they had powers. It was like charmed, uh, practical magic, and this movie was my goals in life for like a good like year mm-hmm. until I kind of grew out of being I didn't even try to dress the part at school or anything like that it was just like something I did at home oh. I had like and I think I still had him up to like a couple months ago when we decided to go through all of our book collection yeah you had but some. I I had some spell books yeah and it's usually stupid stuff like mm-hmm. you know love spells and such yeah this was movie was one of my favorites, uh, it had Nev Campbell, who I liked from Scream, and I had seen Scream before this movie, I believe, okay. if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So, I uh, did watch this movie quite often. Uh, we, I rented it quite often, and then, like, I think when I was, like, 18, 19, I bought the movie. Oh, nice. so. I, like, as we've said, never saw it, but I do remember it was a bit of a phenomenon because I want to say, like, the MTV Movie Awards, I remember it winning some awards, uh-huh. and it was pretty popular, so, but it was something that I never saw, but I, I remember, obviously, I knew who Nev Campbell was, and I want to say I had some friends that really were into the movie, but it was not on my radar. Yeah. So, it I'm excited a- to watch it. It was a female-centric movie, so yeah, I can see how a 14-year-old boy might not want to watch it. No, I was like 12. Oh, I mean, I'm just thinking in my timeline yeah. of when I saw it. So, yeah, when yeah. it came out, you were... Yeah, so little, I, don't even, I was not even 12. Yeah. I was a little little baby, Rai-Rai. I also forgot to add, in case you do want to watch this movie, if you haven't seen it in a while, if you've never seen it like Ryan... It is available for streaming on the Stars app, it okay. looks like, um, if you have a Stars subscription. But um, if not, it's available to rent from Vudu, YouTube, iTunes, Amazon, and Google. So if you don't own it, you can find it for rent pretty much on any streaming service. So what is... I mean, I guess it's going to be hard for you to decide if it's going to hold up or not. Mm-hmm. I guess you can just take a stab in the dark. I'm going to say just because of the time period and I feel like a lot of stuff from that time doesn't hold up. I'm going to say it's not going to hold up, but okay. I have no, pre- <laughs> for me, it's going to hold up fantastically because 
uh, I have nothing to compare it to. Or you're going to be like, why did you ever like this movie, Ashley? This movie is horrible. That's a very strong possibility. Um, I'm going to say it is going to hold up just because uh, I haven't seen it in quite a long time. Probably a good 15 years. But the stuff I remember from it was pretty... It was pretty dark, but it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there will be some... I want to say, if I remember correctly, there's some slightly racist jokes. Because oh one of the four girls is African-American and the m- mean girl of the school like likes to pick on her mm-hmm. for being black. So, How uh, dare you be black? <laughs> yeah. What the f- I, I, I vaguely remember something about her making fun of her hair. Oh, my God. Um, and I don't want to spoil the movie for you, but it's... Uh, well, we're the... off to a good start. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, the, and the mean girls, what's her face? Uh, we I just said her in the cast. Like ben Stiller's ex-wife. Oh, Christine Taylor. Yeah, she's okay. the she's the, the bitchy girl. So it, it's uh, that's what I remember from the movie. And okay. I mean, I remember other stuff, but I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah, since this is, And this is uh, ruining our childhood first, where you've never seen the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually we want to pick a movie where I've never seen it and have like almost just like a first impression of an adult. So view. any movie starring Hulk Hogan? Um, I've seen a couple. Okay. In my childhood. Like I'll the nanny one. Yeah. I feel like I've seen another one too, but that's a discussion for another time, Ryan. <laughs> um, so we'll go ahead and pause it right here. And we'll go ahead and watch the movie. Hit the pausey pause. We're going to hit the pausey pause. You hate when I say that. I I don't hate it. I just forget that uh, you say it sometimes. It's my thing. <laughs> it's, it's your thing. It's my thing. You're so weird. Okay. Uh-huh. So we're going to go ahead and hit the pausey pause. Correct. And uh, watch the movie and we'll come back and talk all about it and let you know what we think about the craft. Pause. We're pausing right now pause like right now now okay bye okay okay and we're back and we're gonna go ahead and break down our movie with our usual categories so first things first go ahead and get out the telephone book to book a flight (laughs) let's talk about some technology yes i love that (laughs) did you notice uh other than obviously booking flights through telephone books uh did you notice any distracting technology no and i was highly disappointed but also i'm thinking back to 1996 and i don't know if there is a lot of technology Mm -hmm. that that was like a hip thing in 1996 i think a beeper was hip yeah but there was no beepers there's There's no no overly large cell phones the only things that i saw in a consistent manner was some box televisions. Mm-hmm. Um, they watched Bewitched at one point. Yeah. On a very small box television. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I did notice was uh, when Nev Campbell's character, uh-huh. Bonnie, who has scars all over, which I don't know if they ever explain why she has those scars. If it's like something she was born with or if she like had an accident when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. But she has a bunch of burn scars on her back. And uh, they're at one point they're at the hospital and they're te- uh, checking to see if the therapy that they did helped. Mm-hmm. And because she did a spell, of course it did. But 
they're like taking pictures and the loading screen for it mm-hmm. was like super duper slow. I'd noticed more importantly the camera was like, what is that brick? Yeah. And I, I'm not quite sure if that's something that they actually do in real life. Like they have somebody sit there and take pictures like that. Like with like a actual camera. They might. It wasn't like a like a X-ray camera or anything. It looked like. fake. Yeah. That was my thing. I was like, that doesn't even look like a real camera. Yeah. Or if it was just for the dramatic effect that, hey, look, these scars that she's had for a really long time are miraculously coming off of her body. Yeah. Honestly, there was nothing else that yeah. stood out to me. No, it wasn't bad. I, I noticed the same things you did, uh, and then uh, there was like a cordless phone that got used that was pretty large. Uh, Zach Morris might have got jealous of it, but uh, <laughs> it was they they didn't embarrass themselves with technology. So no, I, I agree. Shall we move on? Yes, we okay. Shall. So kids would call it a throwback. We call it the prime of our teens, and this is our category where we talk about any kind of fashion choices, offensive jokes, or dated references. Did you have anything you wanted to? talk about it seems like just a lot of the movies from around this time every guy has to wear a ginormous polo shirt yeah that was a thing yeah i don't understand why we ever thought that was like a good fashion choice just everything really baggy like like go a size smaller there's skeet like but he he doesn't uh a couple of other things was a um it was a sarah's outfit at one point like her school outfit Mm -hmm. like she looked like she was going to have a tryout to be like a linebacker on the Cowboys. I was like, holy crap, those are some shoulder pads. Yeah. I didn't really notice that much. Um, as far as like hair, because I noticed we just, we talk about like hairstyles in this, in this category. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I liked how they try to make like Nev Campbell as homely looking as possible, especially yes. in the first couple scenes that we are introduced to her because mm-hmm. she's supposed to be like this kind of like unattractive girl. Yeah, and her- I'm like, you can't hide the fact that Nev Campbell's really pretty, but they like have her hair all greasy and yes. she's like wearing an oversized coat and mm-hmm. she's just like, she reminded me of a, uh, what's her name? Uh, the lady from Ali Sheedy. Oh, from Breakfast Club. Yeah. Like I was just like, oh, she's got the like. She can't make eye contact. Yeah, she's with really you. cagey. Yeah. Um, and then I kept being bothered by Robin Tilly's hairline in the Same. whole movie. The entire movie. Uh, when we paused the movie so we could take like a quick bathroom break, uh-huh. I looked it up. Wig? It's a wig because she had just filmed Empire Records where she has a shaved head. Oh. And so, yeah, it was just a wig. Explains that. Yeah, because like... it didn't, like, the hair to me didn't look fake. It was just literally the hairline yeah. that. Looked awful. Looked awful. Yeah. But her also, she I like that she had the the nineties layered haircut, like the Rachel mm-hmm. from Friends haircut, which was wonderful. But uh, other than that, like everything um, fashion wise, it wasn't too distracting because they went to a Catholic school, so they were wearing uniforms, mm-hmm. even though they all took liberties on. There is no uniformity to the uniform. Are you saying that Catholic schools don't traditionally allow spiked chokers on their students? No. And mm. different, uh, like, really, like, mid-drift yeah. white shirts to go with their yeah. tiny, short no, Catholic girl skirts. <laughs> it's like, what the? Yeah, I'm like, eh. a lot of I mean, I didn't go to Catholic school, but I'm yeah. guessing that everybody kind of has set uniforms. Like, they order it from, like, a catalog. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, they took a lot of uh, creative liberties on that one. <laughs> they, they did. Um, and then moving on to offensive jokes and dated references, did you have any? I'm sure we wrote down some of the same ones because there was a couple notable ones. Anytime you compare someone's hair to pubic hair, I was like, you're a terrible human being there, and Christine said, Taylor. little nappy hairs. Yeah, that's... Uh, and then she said my favorite line after. Which was? She's like... I'm sorry, I don't like negroids. Yeah. And I, first of all, I've never heard that No, I've never term. heard that term. But also, good lord, there's nothing that will age a movie and make it age really badly yeah. than some really off-colored racism. Yeah. And it's supposed to, I mean, she's supposed to be like that, but I'm just like, I personally want to be like, why do you hate her so much? Obviously, Rochelle might be the only black person in this whole school because... Yeah. I would kind of, like, made a point to, like, look around to see what, what everybody else, like, in the background. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like there's a lot of blonde people. Mm -hmm. But I think, honestly, maybe that was a choice because they wanted, like, all the four girls to stick out more. They really wanted Hitler's dream of <laughs> blonde hair, blue eyes everywhere. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Spoiler alert, Laura got what was coming to her. But then you kind of feel bad for her after a yeah, while. Yeah, after a while, I was like... I never thought I'd say this, but I feel bad for the racist lady who's <laughs> losing her hair and looks like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> it was so creepy. And that's one of the things I remember from when I was a kid. And what I said in the beginning yeah. before we watched the movie was it, that, that scene where her hair is falling out. And I, I remember being so freaked out when I was a kid. Like, what if that happened to me? Oh. Like, And you can see like parts of her scalp are like red and scabby. And I'm like, yeah. that's so gross. And... And rewatching, and I'm like, it's still kind of a creepy thought and scene that that particular scene does hold up in my memory of like being creeped out by it. Was there anything else that you uh, wanted to bring up? Just the furniture that uh, when Nancy's mom and her get a like insurance settlement after her boyfriend. Nancy's yes, mom's in the. They get that, like, apartment, and the furniture that I'm sure at the time was super modern and yeah. everything, like, that dated the crap out of everything. I was like, yeesh. Also, I, was, I really, I even wrote this down. I was like, I feel like $175,000, what they got, even in 1996, would have not been able to cover that nice of a place in no. Los Angeles. It would cover it for a few months. Like, yeah, it was, which maybe that was the point because it, they're not very good with money. They, they're yeah. are not used to having that kind of money. So they're going to overspend, mm -hmm. you know, maybe Nancy's just thinking short term anyway, because she can just find another way to find money. Cause yeah. she's a powerful, witch. Yeah. I said money. Get that money. money. Um, get the money. The other thing that I noticed, <laughs> The other thing uh, I noticed uh, that I loved was in the the Wiccan shop was super just beautiful 90s. It was like a 90s music video. It was like there was beige. The woman that worked there was wearing, always wearing like a light colored flowy dress. There was a lot of like lit candles. Mm -hmm. It had like this orange filter on it that yeah. was just like screamed yeah. 1990s. And I, I loved every moment of that. I liked it when uh, Sarah goes to visit her and she kind of takes her into like the back room. Yeah. Like, and it was just like black light effects going mm -hmm. on. And I was like, oh, this is just 
cheesy. Yeah, it does cheese it up. Um, should we move on to our next category? We gotta go on to our usual, well, hello there. I'm gonna go ahead and point out any cameos or famous people that we had forgot were in the movie. Did you notice anyone? I didn't. I literally was just sitting there waiting. I was looking at everybody in the mm-hmm. background. I Because after a while, I was just like, I don't think there's anybody. But you know what? I kind of screwed myself over because before the movie started, we were we were talking about, you know, our first impressions. Mm-hmm. And I looked up the cast. Because uh, I wanted to make sure I got, like, Robin Tully's name right. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed that Breckenmeyer was in the cast. And I honestly did not remember that Breckenmeyer was in this movie. Mm-hmm. He plays just like one of uh, Skeet Ulrich's buddies who's... Mitt was his name. His name was what? Mitt. Hey, we almost had a president with that name. Good it, but it, when you say Mitt Romney, it flows. But when you just yeah. go Mitt, it just sounds like somebody just cut you off. like <laughs> or, or that you're going to sneeze or something. Um, uh, Mitt. <laughs> um, yeah, he was a dick, but Honestly, that would have been the person I wrote down Mm -hmm. if I didn't spoil it for myself. So in the future, I'm going to try not to look at the cast. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go off by memory. Yeah. Because this movie was very low on the random people. Mm -hmm. Um, How about you? Obviously, with not having ever seen the movie, I did know who the main people were in the Mm -hmm. movie. Just the people that were like, on the DVD case. So I knew who... You know, Nev Campbell and Fruza Bulk were on it. Uh, the one person that I noticed who just had a small part was Brenda Strong, who was on uh, Desperate Housewives. And uh, she was also in, most recently, 13 Reasons Why. Yes. Uh, and she played... Rafey McRaferson's mom. That is correct. That's what I like to call him. Yes. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, not cl- Bryce. Bryce Walker. Bryce Walker, yeah. But that was the... Uh, only like person that like you said like when you're looking around like going who's someone that you would forget her that was it oh the guy that was nancy's or uh fruza bulk's uh stepdad i'm guessing mm-hmm. or dad i think he was a stepdad though oh yeah yeah, yeah. he uh looked familiar and i don't think he's even listed in the cast and then i think he i think he's the guy that played the fiance in 16 candles Mm-hmm. her sister's fiance. Okay. But that was the only other person that I noticed that I didn't know was in the film. Okay. But, so let's move on. Yes. So the next category is, is it even good? And this is the category where we discuss if the plot is believable or if the casting choices are good. And then we'll go into our funniest and most cringiest moments of the film. Uh, what was your overall thought on the plot? I actually didn't have an issue with the plot because I thought it was very believable because it's just part of life that kids that are kind of outcasts at Mm -hmm. school are going to want to try to place a spell on the dicks at school. Yeah. So I was like, that's not all that unbelievable to me. I was like, "Mm -hmm." Mm -hmm. seems about right. So I I didn't have an issue with it. What uh, what about you? No, I, I agree. I mean, obviously, you have never seen the film and I have, but I definitely... I think when I was a kid, it was just one of those movies where I loved the first, like, 45 minutes of mm-hmm. the movie because there's, like, no consequences to their actions. They yes. get everything they ever wanted. And it's, like, the end, but not really because if there's one thing you learn about magic, about watching a lot of witch-centric movies, is that 
you can't do stuff for personal gain. No. There's always consequences. There's always consequences. Mm -hmm. So that's something that happens in this movie. Spoiler alert. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I thought the plot was overall believable. Um, Some of the casting choices on the outside of the main four Mm -hmm. maybe could be better. But honestly, I thought the chemistry between the four girls were good. It was believable that they would be friends. I just was... I wrote down the fact that, like, we we kind of mentioned it. Nev Campbell and Ski Ulrich, they were in two movies in the same year. Like, they mm-hmm. were hot commodities, I'm guessing. Yeah. And then Brecken Meyer, he was in so many movies. Yeah. As a teen, like, Clueless, mm-hmm. this, and I can't think of any other one. <laughs> so many. Yeah. No, I mean, he was... In <laughs> no, my, I know he was. I was just... Um, but I'm like, he like, just, you know, he was like the it person and i mm-hmm. think like n- looking back now it's kind of funny because i'm sh- we could name like hot teen actors right now that are in every single movie possible mm-hmm. and i'm like just apply those actors to this movie and yeah like skeet Ulrich was the noah centineo of 2006 or uh, 1996 yeah uh, for sure that's sad because uh skeet Ulrich, terrible actor He's better in this film, I think, than than Scream. My only issue with the casting is that I think Christine Taylor and Robin Tull- Robin Tully look way too much alike. They do. We we like there was a scene where Robin Tully was laying on her bed and you, like talking kind to her of, dad. Yeah, and she's like kind of getting shot from the side, and it took me about a minute to realize that it was her and not Christine Taylor. You're like, this is a weird turn. They're really uh focusing on. On yeah. Laura. Yeah. Lizzie Laura or Laura, Laura Lizzie. Lizzie. Laura Lizzie. What a weird the name. racist blonde yeah. girl that hates Rochelle because they're <laughs> both on the swim team. Like, I don't get why she hates her so much yeah. other than she's black. So I just like, I was like, maybe next time you don't cast two people that literally could be sisters. And that's why I was like, before I realized it was a wig mm-hmm. um, for her, uh, for Sarah's hair, Robin Tully's hair, I was just like, maybe they dyed her hair that color because... I think she normally has brown hair, like, yeah. naturally, but I'm like, what if they try to make her character blonde because she's supposed to be different from the other three girls? Because she's a natural witch. She has natural yeah. powers and they're, they're getting their powers from just practicing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like, they do have very similar eye shapes mm-hmm. and just face shapes in general. Um, but other than that, I thought everybody was cast really well Yeah, in the agreed. film. And they were a little more believable that they're teenagers than... For some reason, in Scream, even though it's the same year. Mm-hmm. And half the cast is the same. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just two people, but, yeah. you know. I got you. Did you have a funny line? The only part that I kind of chuckled at was when they were playing the light as a feather, stiff as a board. And they have Rochelle, like, just, you know, levitating in the room. Yeah. And I can't remember. It's the one girl's mom. It's, it's uh, uh, Nev Campbell's mom. And Nev yeah. Campbell's uh, name was Bonnie. Bonnie, I I, I I write these down in the corner because I, I always I do, get confused. I do the same thing. Oh, well. Yeah, I was just looking for it, trying to get to it. Quicker. Yeah. Um, it was just when she comes in and she's like, are you guys getting high? <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, eh. but other than that, I mean, because it's, it's Cause, not a comedy. Because it's, they're getting high. Literally. Literally. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was all I had. What, what about you? There's definitely, obviously this movie is supposed to be a lot more serious. And now that I'm older, it's not, I don't, I can't view it in the same light because mm-hmm. there's certain things that I'm just like, I can't believe I thought that was such like a, a scary moment or a yeah. serious moment. But at the end, when, spoiler alert, Nancy goes to attack Robin Tully's character, Sarah, mm-hmm. like at the very end when she 
it's like a one last, you know, attempt to win. Mm-hmm. And she pulls a knife and her, just her face is just like so crazy. Her eyes are so wide and she, she just does it so quickly and she almost like floats because obviously they're witches and they can do that. Mm-hmm. And and I just thought the whole scene was funny. Yeah. Because she's just screaming and yelling. And I, I don't think it's supposed to be funny. No. It's supposed to be serious and kind of scary. But it's pretty hilarious. But it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> uh, what about your cringiest moment her line you kind of alluded to this earlier like the first 45 minutes in my opinion was a really good movie uh-huh and then the last 45 minutes it takes a turn for like a bad b movie for sure me. so they're like on the beach doing like their seance right and the lightning and the clouds and everything it looks like raiders of the lost ark effects like which were, the, was made how many years ago 15 years prior to this yeah. And I think it looks cheesy then, looks cheesier now. <laughs> so I thought those were bad. And then uh, the scene where Sarah is running home from the Wiccan shop. <laughs> yes. And she just has her arms out at the side it's the like, whole time she's running. It really reminded me of just like how they t- told women to run in like 80s horror movies. Just like make sure to have your chest out and just yeah. make sure to shift your boobs while you run. But it just, it looked, it looked <laughs> it was terrible. Horrible. I was like... And then, like, she kind of ran with her legs straight. Like, she couldn't bend her knees <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. But maybe, because she was wearing freaking high heel boots, so maybe that had something to do with it. And I just kind of figured, you know what? I didn't know what Robin Tully was really doing lately. And apparently, she actually was hired to teach Brie Larson how to run for Captain <laughs> Marvel. It is that ah, bad. Yeah. And if you don't get that, go watch Captain Marvel and watch Brie Larson run, because it's terrible. I didn't notice it, but Ryan has mentioned it a couple times, and <gasps> we've only seen it once, so yeah. now that whenever I rewatch it, that's all I'm going to see. And it's it's, it's going to ruin the movie for me, <laughs> so thank you. You're welcome. Hey guys, we want to talk to you a little bit about the PodCoin app. Yes! The PodCoin app pays you to listen to Ruining Our Childhood, as well as your other favorite podcasts. You can use the PodCoin you earn to claim gift cards from some of your favorite stores. Starbucks. Check. Amazon. Correct. Target. Uh, duh. Seriously, it's pretty legit, guys. Download the PodCoin app today on iPhone or Android and use the code RUINING to get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. That's 300 PodCoin by using R-U-I-N-I-N-G. So if you're basically listening to podcasts all day anyways, might as well make some money off the deal, am I right? Totally. I mean, free coffee for something I'm already doing? Sounds like a great deal to me. Mm-hmm. So go give the PodCoin app a try today. And also don't forget to listen to ruin our, Ruining Our Childhood. That's the name of the thing. And make that money, guys. Okay. Okay, Bye. bye cringy moments for you basically around the same time when you said they were doing the seance because nancy wants to have more power she literally wants all of the power which is her big red flag but they kind of like laugh it off at the beginning Mm -hmm. when they're like first doing their original spells Mm -hmm. and she's just like i want all the um, manon's powers and they're like oh that's all so they're at the beach they do the big powerful thing the next morning they like go around the corner and there's just a bunch of dead sharks and sea life there was every type of shark yeah and there's a bunch of people there and she's just like giggling and like this is my gift he gave me a gift and and then she's like i'm your daughter now (laughs) and i was just like i'm down (laughs) 
Like, she's just so crazy, but she is good at it. I yeah. just, it was just the way she delivered it in that moment Sister that I was like, this is, this is cringy. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple other moments, but I'll, I will get into that when we get into our acting awards. Mm-hmm. Um, how about any, like, additional weird edits or unnecessary scenes that you felt? The only thing that I thought was weird, and you kind of talked about it, I noticed, like, Robin Tully's hair looked really bad when it was brown, but they do the scene where she transforms her hair to blonde. Yes. And if the brown wig was bad, the blonde wig. The blonde wig was fucking terrible. It was, but I don't know if that was like CGI. I mean, obviously Ooh. it was some CGI, but Gosh. I don't know if they like put a blonde wig on her. T- I don't. It was oh. bad though. It was. Yeah, that was. It did that not was, look good. <laughs> that was the only thing I saw. I was like, Neesh. yeah. The one thing that I noticed was the very, very beginning, the opening credits, the oh. montage of like flying uh it was like explosions yeah and like skulls and the pentagram and it was just like the clouds yeah and it was just horrible and i'm like oh this is a great start to this movie oh and then i actually did forget one the broken glass effect when nancy gets kicked into the mirror yeah i was like it like went on for way too long yeah there's not that much broken glass guys calm down yeah it was awful yeah but that was it I don't know what, because that happened in the last movie we watched with the, oh, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. With the these cr- crazy crossfade effects. Yeah. Montage things. And I'm just like, who decided this was a thing? I guess it's even worse that it was in Spider-Man, because that was like six years later. And yeah. they're like, you know what crappy effect we should use? This one. Yeah. No, Nobody wants that. No. Nobody wants that. Mm-mm. Keep it simple keeping it simple so should we move on to our awards that is correct as always it is award season here at ruining our childhood and we're gonna go ahead and give out the valedictorian to the nicholas cage online school of bad acting and who are you giving it to this one was tough because again a lot of the movies we have chosen are actually pretty big hits mm-hmm. they're hits for a reason and i think a lot of it has to do with the acting mm-hmm. the acting's decent but I gave it to Robin Tully. Ooh. Yeah. Exclusively because of the end scene. Start when It starts with her running home. Awesome running. Her amazing running that Usain we already covered. Usain Bolt quality running. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when the other girls are in the house with her and they like cut her wrists mm-hmm. and they're basically telling her she's going to die tonight and they're going to make it look like a suicide. And she's just like... She runs upstairs and she's just like, help me. But she that's literally how she says it. Yeah. She's not yelling. She's no, just no. like, help me. She's like, what do I what do? I do? What do I do? And I'm like, you're a powerful witch. Like, get your shit together, woman. <laughs> but yeah, just the she was a very poor crier at the end there. Uh-huh. And her running, it was just bad. So I gave it to her because of that. The rest of the movie, she does pretty good. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, she's the only character that's actually not trying to get all this power or do anything but she's coincidentally she's the one with the most power yeah she was i liked her character but just that last couple scenes with her it was just kind of cheesy oh yeah how about you well i went ahead and did something i'd never done before i contacted the dean of the nicholas cage school of online bad acting Uh, i contacted uh dean william shatner and he gave me permission to give out two awards for the terrible, terrible acting in this what? movie. Because there was a lot of bad acting. I actually struggled to find good acting. Uh, on top of Robin Tully, because I thought she I thought she was really good the first like thirty minutes of the movie. Right. And then I'm like she was like, you know what? I'm doing good. I probably should start acting terribly. 
She was awful. My boy Skeet was terrible. The scene where he's sitting on the wall outside of her house. <laughs> and he's like, just, it was like the first time he ever read his lines. It was awful. That was bad. Oh, yeah. And sorry to interrupt you, but I'm sure you're going to talk about it. But the their date? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Just where he, he uh, <laughs> he's trying to rape her. And she runs there. Uh, because rape's hilarious. And she's running away, and he just, uh, she kind of kicks him down the hill. Yeah. Which uh, I thought that was very good, because in Scream, he goes ahead and takes a nice tumble down a flight of stairs. And he was, he perfected it in this movie when he rolls down the hill. Yes. Uh, then he stands up, he takes a good, like, two strides after her, stops, and then just yells her name. Takes a deep breath, and then runs some more. And I was just <laughs> like, God, Skeet. No, the How best do you part, still get acting jobs? Did you notice, because uh, I wrote it down and I kind of skipped over it, because she, it was, it was, that was another scene where I was just like, this, Robin Tully deserves the, the bad acting award, because when she gets out of the car, he gets out of the car, and she immediately starts freaking out, and yeah. I'm like, he wasn't like running, at first he wasn't running towards her aggressively or anything. No, no, no. He was just like, hey, what are you doing? And like, she was like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like freaking out. And uh, she starts running to that little hill where he mm -hmm. falls down. Both those people were not Skeet Ulrich and Robin Tully. I don't, oh, they were real bad stunt doubles. Stunt doubles. But I'm like, it's, it's just like a, like five feet of running. Like those two people can't run for five feet. Like are we you... have justification. We've seen Robin Tully run. That's <laughs> true. Like, we better get a double in here. That is some ter get Flojo. She can't run. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, that was that was an amazing scene. So, was there any other examples for Skeet Ulrich's? Uh, it was, it was those two, man. That was they graduated top of the class. <laughs> top <laughs> or top. head head of the class. Top of the class. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, um, you want to tell yeah. us about our other award we're giving? So out? the second award is a little more prestigious. Correct. The Thomas J. Hanks Award for Exceptional Acting. And uh, who did you give it to? I, again, I, I did struggle to find good acting in this movie. I gave it to Feruza Bulk um, because, and I wrote it in my notes, it was the role she was born to play, a gothed out witch. <laughs> and uh, she was very over the top almost Nick Cage over the top with her acting at times. True. So it's ironic that we're giving her the Hanksy. But uh, yeah, so I gave it to her. How about you? I also gave it to her okay. because I I totally agree. She has those like crazy intense eyes mm -hmm. and she pulled off every scene yes. very well. In the beginning of the movie when she's kind of just closed off because she doesn't want like to let uh, Sarah into their little group, mm -hmm. she's just kind of bitchy. Yeah. She, you, there's a hint of crazy, but she's mostly just bitchy. But then she, you know, when they start getting power and she starts getting power hungry, she just starts letting the crazy out and... The running the red light scene. Yeah. I was just like, stop that. She liked to repeat words a lot. Oh, when she killed, uh, spoiler alert, she kills Chris. She basically pushes him out of a window. Yeah. Uh, and she's just like freaking out and they do this this kind of edit where she's just shaking her head for like 10 minutes and yeah. she's just uh, naturally good at playing crazy. Yeah. She has the face for it, like <laughs> mostly in the eyes. Yeah. And yeah, I, I thought she was good at it. Like there were times where it was over the top, like yeah. I had mentioned the cringiest line, like at the beach. Mm -hmm. 
Like, there's parts where she was over the top, but mostly she pulled it off. Uh, she freaked me out as a kid. Yeah. And it, it stuck with that. So. I can say that. I agree. Is there anything else you want to point out before we get to our final thoughts? Nope. Okay, so let's move on. Did it hold up to your adult standards personally? No. No. Okay. Only because there was just parts where I was just like, I didn't understand parts of the movie. Like, I don't know why Sarah was so obsessed with Chris because, uh, okay, Skeetle Rich is cute, whatever. Mm -hmm. But he takes you on a date, kisses you, and then you're like, I'm not feeling it. I want to go back home. Yeah. Then he lies to an entire school. Everyone. Said you slept with him. And then he treats you like dirt mm-hmm. afterwards. He's not... He doesn't want to play long game or anything. He's no. just like, oh, you didn't want to sleep with me on the first date? Well, then screw you. I'm going to make it up and say you did. Yeah. So I'm like... and But then she like wants him to like her. Yeah, it was very weird. But even though I think part of her is just like, I just want him to like feel sorry for what he did. Mm-hmm. So I guess in a way that worked, but I, I didn't get that part in it. And when I was a kid, I was just like, oh yeah, I would totally do the same. Like I would do a spell on all the guys that treated me like crap. Yeah. And now I'm like, nah, I would just get over it and move, move on, on. <laughs> move on with my life. I, I do think there's parts that held up mm-hmm. for me. Like I said, like some of the creepier parts like those actually held up but for the most part the movie is pretty outdated and did not hold up for me i if you like i said earlier look at it in two parts i thought the first part held up really well yes and then the second part like the scene where uh, sarah's like running through her house and there's snakes coming out of the drains and there's bugs crawling everywhere it was just like over the top it was i was like this is cheesy as shit like, it, I didn't yeah. like that part, but I was like, if they wouldn't have done that, I think the movie, for the most part, probably would have been fine. Yeah. Like, it was just some of that stuff. I was just like, oh, God, Indiana Jones would be creeped out, but I think the rest of us are like, stop it. Knock it off. I just feel like they, yeah, they overdid it on there. And obviously, most of that stuff was real. They were like real animals, yeah. Yeah. which, so I give them kudos for that because they didn't try to like CGI or no. have a bunch of fake rats. Yeah, it was that I I was getting creeped out at times when I'm like, please stop, like, stop, stop uh, pouring rats on. Yeah, like a her. snake literally came out of a drain. I'm like, oh god, that's a ni- nightmare. That's insane. It's a nightmare and a half. Yeah. So, what is your final verdict? Because you guys... I would think my final verdict, because it was such a small part of the movie that I thought was bad, I say overall held up. Oh, okay. Which is weird for me to say. Because you've never seen it before. I'd never seen it, but I was like, I didn't go, ooh, this is, like, I didn't think it was awful. Yeah. Except for the fact that Charmed stole their theme music from the movie. <laughs> yeah, they did. They <laughs> legit like... stole. It was a Smiths cover. Yeah. They legit stole it. And apparently I was like, oh, sons of bitches literally just watched this movie and went, it's a good song. Let's go ahead and use it. It's got, it talks about the elements. Yeah. Who knows? They even watched that movie, but mm-hmm. I'm assuming they did because witches uh, were a big thing. Yeah, I'm assuming they did too. So yeah, so oh, and oh, one last thing, because this that part always reminded me. Uh, whenever I see Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and when he has the picture of his parents on his desk and they're moving, oh, yeah. the picture of her mom moving towards the end. Sarah's mom has passed away. She died during childbirth uh-huh. but there's like really pretty black and white photo yeah. and it moves a little every time i see harry potter and i see that photo i think of the craft and that scene really yeah 
And it's just something that comes to my head. That's so a really cool effect. Yeah. 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 But and that's cool that I like. It doesn't hold up to my adult standards, but I'd still watch it. I just, I just think my, you know, fourteen-year-old self didn't have. Got them childhood. The the best taste in the world. The heck you say. Yeah, but what can you do? Um. So I guess that's it for us today. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit about our next next movie episode? Our next episode, we are going to be watching the 1998 classic, Can't Hardly Wait. I can't hardly wait for Can't Hardly Wait. With Jennifer Love Hewitt and Seth Green. Ethan Embry. Ethan Embry, yeah. My boy. Donald Faison. Is that Faison? Yeah, Donald Faison. He's in the the band where, I forget (gasps) the name of it, but they have the two dots over one of the letters. I'm pretty sure Breckenmeyer's in that, too. (sighs) I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure. I don't want to ruin it. For yeah, myself. let's stop ruining it first. Okay, I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna the look next at the episode. Cast. Yeah, so we're gonna do that one next. There's gotta week. be some good. Oh, well, hello there. I God, I hope so. So that'll be next week. And as always, if you like the podcast, please rate and review it, and then also subscribe. If yes. you don't like it, please don't review it. Tell an enemy to subscribe. Yeah. Do you have a lot of enemies? Uh, Should we be worried if people have a lot of enemies? Just like one. Like mortal enemies or not a mortal enemy. Just, just like somebody like, you don't like at work. Yeah. Like you know, everybody's got that coworker. You're like, like Sandra, like, get off my back, Sandra. Here, listen to this podcast. I think you'll like it. Exactly. And then Sandra like is really Christian and she's just like, They cuss in this. And they're talking about witchcraft. Yeah. So And they watch good movies. In some case, bad movies. <laughs> well yes. But so, But that should do it for us. Okay, awesome. So, thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye.